Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Well, howdy! Hello! I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below that says subscribe and subscribe to our channel. Mm-hmm. And also hit that little bell so you can be alerted whenever we release a new episode. And you can also check out how to become a patron member of ours by also checking out the links below. You're below a lot. Yep. So today, we are going to be talking about unpopular horror monsters. Ooh, but they should be popular. But they should be, because they are important as well. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. Yes. There are so many books that deal with zombies, vampires... Witches. Witches. Ghosts. Ghosts. Haunted houses. Haunted houses. So many themes that we've seen throughout the literary world that we're kind of, where we love, mm-hmm. but we want more. Yes. There ha- there's so many more things. We have monsters that are put together by doctors, mm-hmm. uh, a la Frankenstein. Yes. We have sea monsters, like like the doom um, or the gloom. What is it called? What are they called? Like the... The fish and the teeth and the... Oh, anglerfishes? Is that what they call it? They're scary. They're scary, but I don't know if I would read a book about anglerfishes. <laughs> but yes, we have... We, there's tons of monsters that need to be explored. Like mer people in their actual forms. Like, not pretty Disney yeah. princesses. Like sirens. Anything like that. Sirens. Yeah. Banshees. Banshees. Oh, oh. My God. there's so many. The list goes on and on and on and on. Yes. So we thought that it would be kind of fun to talk about the monsters that are often forgotten about, mm-hmm. the unpopular monsters that sit at the loser table during lunch, mm-hmm. while all of the witches and the ghosts have food fights together or something. Yeah, and they're when homecoming queen. Yeah. Or homecoming scream. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. So we have a small list of things that we want to talk about with these monsters, uh, books that we have to recommend, but we are also very interested in hearing any books that you have come across that you have read or have heard of that just give a different visual to today's monsters. Mm-hmm. So I believe we have one book each yeah. that we can recommend. Mm-hmm. And I will go first. All right. So the first book that I would strongly recommend is called Strange Practice by Vivian Shaw. Ooh. So I really enjoyed this book. And I haven't read the, the rest of the series, but I really enjoyed the first installment. Yeah. And it's about a doctor who has to perform procedures on the undead. And Ooh. yeah, zombies are like, we, we just talked about zombies being overrated. No, it's not zombies. It's things like banshees. It's things like mummies and you, the doctor has to perform these surgeries in order for her to survive. Oh. So it's very creepy, very eerie. And it gives sight into different monsters that we don't really focus on in the book world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw that book yeah. at the Baltimore Book Fest. Exactly. The first time we were introduced to it yeah. was at Baltimore Book Fest uh, 2017. I believe. Yeah, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that one has been on our like together list for mm-hmm. a little while. So yeah. I'm excited to read that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, get, it has a lot of eerie elements about like crazy doctor 
and performing surgeries. And obviously surgeries are scary. <laughs> Duh. So I, I definitely recommend it. Check it out this Halloween season. Yes. So my favorite monster that is kind of underrated are children. (laughs) (laughs) Children creep me out, especially when they are creepy and they're weird and they just have like, I don't know, demon presences in them, like always. Mm -hmm. Um, So my recommendation, something short and sweet, is The Grown Up by Gillian Flynn. Ooh. That's good. That's a book that we listened to that honestly was just creepy enough for the Halloween season and quick enough. It was like an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Very fast paced, but doesn't miss any of the details. And that kid is effing weird. So weird. There's like psychedelic things. Like he's telling the future. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, creepy. It has to do with a house and somebody coming into a house, and then mm-hmm. the strange things with the kid happen. And it's short enough that I don't want to give a full description of it yeah. because I feel like the full description can give stuff away. Well, I remember the summary, and it said it, it kind of focused on the haunted house yes. aspect. Yeah, but really, when you read the book, it was about the creepiness of the child. It was the it was the haunted child. It was the basically. haunted child. Yeah. And so I think that's what a problem we, we find often in books is that they they try to reel people in with stories that we know and love, like haunted houses. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's focused on something different. Yes. And that kid is weird. And they, I know that there are a few books out there that deal with like creepy kids. Hannah Beast. Yeah. Hannah Beast is a good option. And yeah. Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Creepy children are all the rage. Yes. But I feel like they're not... So much all the mm-hmm. rage in literature. I feel like maybe it's more movies have yeah. had them be yeah. like Children of the Corn. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, Chucky was a dial. The, but like, the Omen. Yes, The Omen. Mm-hmm. All of the like Rosemary's Baby type yeah. of things. Like Demon Babies, Poltergeist, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But I feel like there is a place in literature now for creepy ass children. Yeah. Yeah. And they're creepy. They're always creepy. I don't care if they're not possessed by a demon. They're creepy. Yes. A little heated. <laughs> anyway. But I but I for one kind of I personally I know what it's like yes. to write a story based on a monster. Oh my god, I'm so nervous to talk about it. So I am writing a story based on a monster that isn't really known too much in the literary world. and As a horror creature. As a horror creature. And it's very difficult because my mind keeps going back to this known monster. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, I have to differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. And so it's really difficult as a writer to basically set the, set the tone for this new literary monster. Yeah, and to give it its own voice mm-hmm. and to not be piggybacking off of something that is well known. Yeah. And it's not an original monster. Like I think everyone has heard of I'm not gonna give it away. No. No spoilers here. No spoilers. But everyone's heard of my monster, but they don't really read too much about it. I Googled and I've searched and I found like maybe two books about it in the yeah. lifetime of books. Yeah. And a lot of the books that your monster is in are children. Mm-hmm. Like they, not children, but like teen. Yeah. Where it's just like a one-off little mention of one. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of research out there. So there, you're really creating something on your own. Yeah. There's a lot of Goosebumps books about it. 
Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Treehouse Magic Treehouse books. Treehouse Magic Treehouse. What is it called? I don't know. Magic Treehouse? Babysitter's Club? I don't think any books about Babysitter's Club are about this book, this monster. Probably not. But I've done a lot of research that it's made me have to do the research based on myth and history that's made me learn and made me kind of a smarter individual about this topic because I've had to read a lot. Are you going to put a resources page in your book? Like Kelly Coon did? Ooh, I think I should because I have a lot of little tabs on my l- internets. and <laughs> That's why your computer runs so slow. Exactly. <laughs> it's always so slow. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh, you're mm. researching. I'm researching. You're a researcher right now. Yes. Research mm. and writer. So anyway, those are just a couple of the books that we have to recommend. Obviously, when Brad's book comes out. Oh, I'm only 20,000 words deep. That's fine. You can pick that up too and you can experience that unique monster. Mm -hmm. And hopefully next year or two years from now, we will have a different set of monsters that we are hoping to see more of. We need the new monster wave to come in. Yes. We are tired of vampires, werewolves, witches, Mm -hmm. and ghosts. And, you know, werewolves, some of these monsters aren't even depicted as monsters. Yeah. They're depicted as fantasy creatures. And romance. And romance. And we don't want fantasy and romance. We want horror. Yes. We are looking for horror. The horror genre needs to grow. Yes. So a lot of the horror that we have also seen with, uh, like, some of the different horror books are real people doing real crimes. But we want to see fantasy horror. Yes. Please. Please. So if you know of any fantasy horror, please leave it in the comments down below. Any unique monsters that aren't vampires, werewolves, witches, or ghosts, please leave your recommendations below for us to check out. We want to. Yes, we definitely do. And also, if you want to follow along with us, you can find us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe, Instagram at AudioshelfMe, and Facebook at Audioshelf. Please make sure to subscribe. Jeez, please. Please. Yes. Please. Subscribe. Yeah. And also, if you want to become a member of our Patreon community, you can find information down below as well. Mm. Jeez. Until then. Bye. bye. I meant to say until next time. Oops. You you mixed it up. Just like monsters. <gasps> Good one. Mm-hmm. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.